Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. In today's episode, I want to talk about hope. And I, in particular, want to talk about hope's role in clearing anxiety and actually having hope be the light that keeps us putting one foot in front of the other as we go forward. It isn't fluffy to have hope. It isn't uh, wishful thinking or as now positive thinking is getting kind of a bad rap. And it isn't magical thinking in any way, shape, or form. Hope can keep us alive. Hope can keep us moving forward because we know we have a reason to go forward because we truly do believe that we can get through this. And so I think that all of our healing needs to have the salve of hope. And so if you've run out of hope or you never had it or you're wondering where it is, this is a good episode for you to pay attention to because I want to give you some ways to rekindle your own hope so that that light, that fire that's burning with hope can be a little brighter to keep you moving forward. Often we're asking the question of, how is it possible to actually get through all of this? How can I actually really clear my anxiety or have recovery from this daily bout of fear and um, whatever else your anxiety is? It could be intrusive thinking. It could be medical anxiety. It could be fears. Whatever it is, you're, you can't even imagine it anymore. When we have had this going on in our lives long enough, we have forgotten what it feels like to live our lives daily without these feelings. And we can tend to lose hope because we don't even remember how it feels to feel just to not have that veil of, of fear, of anxiety hanging over us. We forgot. And so sometimes we lose our hope and the world does look kind of dark to us. So let's work on today. Let's work on getting some kindling in that little fire of hope in that there may be just some embers left. And if we can kindle that and then throw a good log on it, and really you can have some light to see your way to take some more steps forward. Often what happens when people come in and are asking for help with their anxiety panic, and we get to have some nice conversations, well, I hear them asking how and they want to know the, the hows and uh, have it laid out step by step. And the good news is 
you actually don't have to know exactly how you're going to succeed in being able to finally clear this anxiety. You actually have to start putting one foot in front of the other first before you have all of the hows and all of the answers. And having hope means that you are putting it out there to yourself, uh, maybe to your family or close people who are watching you go through this journey. And hope is a way of putting it out there to the universe, to yourself, to your family, that you actually desire to achieve what it is that you want. You have the hope of actually clearing your anxiety. And even stating that to yourself, whether it's in your journal or in your own heart, that you can actually say that this is your true desire. Now this goes into, well, there's a lot of reasons that people don't do this. They feel like they're not worthy. They feel like they don't deserve it. They feel like they have given up hope and there's just no reason to even think about it anymore. But if you're here listening, I believe that you have a glimmer of hope. And I think that we can keep your embers strong enough until we can get some of this kindling on there. So just know that you don't have to know how. You don't have to have the step-by-step plan for you personally. You do need to put one foot in front of the other and follow the, you know, you only need to see enough to go one more step. You don't have to see the whole nine yards. One step, as long as you can see that the next step is clear to take, then take it. The idea of having hope gets stronger and stronger when you are clear that you are going to be going forward with this and you are clear about what it is that you are hoping for. So what is it? that you're hoping for. We have to get a little more specific sometimes than just saying, I want my anxiety to be gone. Well, what does that mean? This is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about getting clear. What does it mean to have your anxiety gone? Now that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And we need to have that kind of clarity within ourselves for our hope to get a little bit stronger to keep us going. What is it that you hope for in terms of uh, your whole future? You can put that out there, the big long-term picture. What is it that you hope for for your future? What is it that you hope for in your relationships? Because our anxiety colors all of these things that I'm talking about, right? It does. It colors what our future looks like. So what is it that you hope for in the future? And what does that look like without your anxiety? It's important to get clear and actually spend some time having a visualization about this or writing it out if you're good with words or drawing pictures if you're artistically inclined or you like to express yourself through paint or pencils and do it on paper, put it out in a journal or get clear in your own mind, write some music about it. But let's see what our clearing of our anxiety means for our future for our relationships, for who you are 
This is a very big piece. You want to get clear on who you are. What would you look like without anxiety? Now, this can be a big question, and actually it's enough to talk about in an entire podcast, but today let's just use this as one of our ways of getting our hope to grow a little bit stronger. What is it that you hope that you will be like without your anxiety? Let's put that right out there. Don't be afraid to dream. Don't be afraid to get really clear and have it be big and have it look just like you really want it to look like. Put it out there. What will your whole life look like? Not just who you are, but your whole life. How will that look without your anxiety? What is it that you are hoping for in your future, in your relationships, how you are in the world without your anxiety and what your entire life might look like without your anxiety. That's a great thing to take to your journal or again, to your artwork. Let's get those going. Spend some time on this. We spend time with things that we love. We take care of things that we love. And so if we are loving our future, if we are loving our relationships, if we are loving who we are, and if we are loving our lives, we will spend time with those things. And we can spend time imagining what those will look like without your anxiety. What is it that you hope for? And a very big question that I get over and over again, and this is why I am pretty sure that many people have lost hope, is I get people to ask me in emails, they ask me on our sessions, in the groups, is it possible to feel better? Is it possible for me to actually clear my anxiety panic? And I want to be clear today by saying, yes, absolutely. And if you've been told something to the contrary, I want you to let that go and just experiment. You don't need to believe me. You don't need to be, you know, taking this hook, line, and sinker. You need to experiment for yourself and see if working what we talk about here, making the lifestyle changes, taking care of your mind and your body and your reactions to life, seeing if those things can be getting you on the road to recovery you will begin to see, yes, I see now that I can clear this because I've made steps forward and I don't see any reason why that cannot continue. You didn't come into this world with this kind of reaction to life, with this knee-jerk reaction. It's something that happened along the way and it's something that can be changed yet again. And I have seen so many people do it and have done it myself so that I have absolutely no doubt that you can do it too. Now, there are some caveats here. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen just because you decide that you want that. It doesn't happen just because you have the hope, like we are talking about here, that you can do it. But it happens through living the life that actually gives you back 
the peace and calm that you originally had in your life. Now, many people say they remember always being anxious. They always remember being anxious, but I bet that you were not in the state that you are in now. Many of us came into this world sensitive and we feel things in a different way than other people. And that may be just one of our characteristics of who we are. That's okay. We can learn to live with those things. That is not living an anxious life. That is not living with, quote, anxiety panic. We can change that. We don't need to be circling the wormhole for our whole life and spending many days down it and other days crawling back out of it. We really can find our peace and calm yet again. If you are wondering if it's possible to feel better and if it's possible to clear your anxiety, you are hearing me loud and clear today saying, yes, it is. One of the greatest words that I find helpful for people is neutral. In this journey of uh, clearing our anxiety, building our hope up again, we want to remember that the first place we want to go to when things get out of hand and we can feel our anxiety rising with the stress that is in the world around us and that is within us with our own thoughts, we want to remember the word neutral. We don't have to find a way to get to the happy place. We don't have to turn negative thoughts into positive thoughts. We want to remember neutral. We just want to come back to that center again where we are in neutral and that we're not going forward and we're not going back. We don't have our foot on the gas. We don't have our foot on the brake. We're in neutral. And this is the place where we can actually begin to feel that we have a choice. So this is that space that I often talk about in being able to find and uh, slowly over time, we make that space bigger and bigger. We put a wedge in there and we get more and more space to respond to life versus react. And this is what we'd call neutral. We buy ourselves some time. We aren't in our knee-jerk reaction, which many of us had learned to live with that very uh, knee-jerk reaction for many years. And so it can almost feel like a habit that needs to be broken. But, But know that you can do it. Bring these things back by not having them blown up as big, horrible things. We come back to neutral. Again, we don't make pretend that things aren't there and that things aren't challenging. But when we have a ray of hope, we can just let ourselves go to neutral. We don't have to solve everything or know the how of getting out of this whole anxiety loop right now. There's lots of things we can do and some things work for some people and other things work for other people, but we all need to learn neutral, because that's the place where we can catch our breath and make a conscious choice. Sometimes we wonder how on earth can I have the confidence to actually keep going with this when I don't know all the hows and I don't know all the whys of why I'm even in this thing. So sometimes when we get thinking like that, we tie ourselves up into some knots and it doesn't feel good. So I want you to have some ideas about possibilities. Again, every moment has a possibility. 
And whether you're feeling really good or you're feeling really bad, you just need to be able to get to some interesting places such as hoping that you can do the thing that you're wanting or needing to do. Hoping, right? That's that word that we're concentrating on today. Hope that you can do it and hoping that things can change. Another way you can you can frame it is by saying that you want to do this versus need to do it, right? Like sometimes we feel like I need to change. I need to change. My family can't uh, cope with me being like this anymore. Or I need to change because I can't feel like this anymore. It's awful. But what about wanting to change versus needing to change? Need has so much pressure on us, right? And it just makes us feel like it's one more thing that we have to do. What about changing that to, I want to clear this anxiety panic. I want to be living my life from my peace and calm again. So see if you can't come up with some hope. See if you can't want to make the changes. And what about imagining the way that it could all be different? Let's have that be our last little tip here today. The first one is to hope that things can change. Write that in your journal somewhere. I believe that I can and I do have the right to hope that things can change. And I also want things to change. I want my circumstances to be different. I want my life to be filled with peace and calm, yes, again. And then finally, to actually imagine living that way. Imagine it. Imagine it through just visualization in your own mind. Imagine it in a daydream. Imagine it on paper, in writing, or in your artwork, or in writing a song. Just let yourself have that time and that space to just imagine it. I think that is really good medicine for our heart to be able to imagine. And so why not imagine what it is that your life will be like in clearing your anxiety? I hope that this podcast has been helpful for you. And I love when I hear from everyone. So please feel free to send us an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And we'll either put your questions on the show or if you just want to send us a comment, you know how much I love reading those also. Maybe I should start reading some of those on the show. I get a lot of them. So thank you. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. 
It is a huge danger to pretend that awful things do not happen, but you need enough hope to keep going. I am trying to make hope. Flowers grow out of darkness. And that's from Coretta Kent. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 